my fellow traders to Truth is Now Treason. And now we were voted the worst source of misinformation of all time by Justin Trudeau. We are proud to carry that mantle and we know you would be too. So welcome. I'm Lennox. And I'm Diedrich, America's Climate Barbie. <laughs> and this is episode five of Fascism with a Side of Canadian Bacon. But before we get started, I just want to let you guys know you know, a couple of weeks ago, we sent out an episode asking you to respond to our senators and to the Health and Human Services Department and to make your voices known against the WHO Health Assembly and the 26 amendments that Biden was submitting at that Health Assembly, ceding sovereignty and authority to the WHO. While there were a lot of people who spoke up, a lot of Republicans, people across our nation, people across Canada even, people in the UK. So there were several people in several countries standing up against it. And I'm going to thank you for that. It didn't succeed. It's still on the table. They're going to still try to push this through within the next couple of years. But right now, it didn't work. And so that's actually a win for us. So thank you, listeners. Thank you for anyone who responded to that, because that is awesome. You know, so there's a reason why we've been covering this stuff going on with the WHO. This next series that we're going to have deals directly with the WHO, the World Economic Forum, and what they are seeking to do in the United States and the world. We've heard people talk about things like this, but this is the first time we have had major organizations that have power within our world that are trying to form policy. They are trying to make it so that it is one government controlling all. So stay tuned, traders, for that. I'm excited for that next series to come out. So this is episode five of Fascism with a Side of Canadian Bacon. Now watching what's happening in Canada, kind of like watching an episode of The Bachelorette. You know it's bad entertainment, but it's a train wreck. So you just can't keep from turning your head and looking at hey, it. Hey, I like The Bachelorette. And they put together some great couples like JoJo <laughs> and Jordan. <laughs> that was quite a long time ago. <laughs> but there, I think, are 16 couples that are still together. Very impressed. 16 couples out of how many seasons, Lennox? Uh, 20? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know, actually, we're very inspired by what we've been seeing in Canada. How we've been seeing people fighting Justin Trudeau and his screw your democracy, obey me tactics. We love to see people fight tyrants and their lies. And the latest in this attempted destruction of the Canadian democracy has been just recently when Justin Trudeau announced that he is going to start banning guns in Canada. Now, we want to play a clip from a debate in the Canadian Parliament where we will see the Conservative Party debating with Justin Trudeau about his tactics for gun control and a new bill he introduced to eliminate the ability of the Canadians to purchase handguns and his complete lack of success so far on deterring crime and gun violence as a Prime Minister. And I know all of us want our kids safe in their schools and in their communities. That's why I'm so frustrated with what these liberals are doing. They're banning guns, and then when the criminals ignore their gun ban and use the guns to rob someone or commit a carjacking, the liberals are letting these gun criminals do their time at home. How can the Prime Minister claim to be keeping people safe when he refuses to have jail time for violent criminals who ignore his useless gun bans and are hurting and terrorizing our children. Yeah. Right, Honourable Prime Minister. 
Mr. Speaker, our criminal justice reform legislation turns the page on failed conservative policies that ignored systemic racism and discrimination. What our communities need is a justice system that punishes criminals. What we don't need is a system that targets racialized people because of systemic discrimination or sends people to prison because they struggle with addiction. This bill is another step forward to create a system that is fair, effective, and keeps Canadians safe. The Honourable Member for Kilgillman St. Paul. Uh, Mr. Speaker, the fact is that violent gun crime has only gone up under this Prime Minister. Actually, it's gone up significantly since he's formed office, and the data proves this, Mr. Speaker. He has failed to keep Canadians safe from gun violence in our cities like Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, Winnipeg, and at the same time, he's been weak on violent crime, soft on criminals by allowing them to avoid jail time with bills like Bill C-5. Mr. Speaker, when will this Prime Minister drop his failed approach, stop putting our communities at risk, and go after dangerous criminals with guns? So the second lady who spoke talked about how gun violence has gotten worse under Trudeau. Is she correct? Well, the information that we have was taken from the Canadian statistics on gun crime. Now, keep in mind, Trudeau took office in 2015. And what has happened to gun violence since then in Canada? It has gone up and it's gone way up. In 2014, there were 155 homicides by guns. And in 2018, there were 249. Now, this was under Trudeau. So there was a 62% increase in homicides by guns during his watch. I'd call that a complete and total failure. Now, keep in mind also that according to Statistics Canada, there was a record 33% drop in gun-related crime across the nation of Canada between 2009 and 2013. So gun crime was on a downward trend before Trudeau took office, and now it has gone up under him. And it's still going up. According to Statistics Canada, they tell us that in 2020, there were 277 gun-related homicides. So why are we talking about all this? For those of you who haven't heard, Justin Mussolini has decided that handguns should not... (laughs) Can you explain? Who's Mussolini? (laughs) Mussolini was the fascist leader of Italy during World War II. (laughs) You for that history lesson, Dietrich. I think all of America and the Great White North knew who that was, with the exception of you, Lennox. (laughs) So Justin Mussolini decided that handguns should not be sold to Canadians, and he wants this to become Canadian policy. Now, the first two sentences of his statement in regards to this online says this, Keeping Canadians safe is the government of Canada's top priority. We know that one Canadian killed by gun violence is one too many. End quote. So one death is too many. Okay. So this is also completely throwing out the fact that there are instances where guns do save lives, but we won't get into that. And let's not also not get into the fact that reality, like it or not, is that death does happen. This doesn't mean that we should seek death out, but death is a reality. And to say that death will not happen is to avoid reality altogether. But that seems like that's the issue often with those on the left, reality. So let's run with Justin's logic, or we shall say lack thereof, that one death is too many. So if one gun death is too many, then one death by drinking toilet water is too many. Or one <laughs> one death by exploding bosom is too many. <laughs> but is one death by opiate drugs too many? Looks like this is not the case at all with Justin. In fact, he is moving and has been moving so that there are even more drug deaths. With Canadian Bill C-5, which is what the debate you heard earlier was about, Justin Trudeau 
is seeking to legalize drugs. With this bill, you can't buy a handgun, but you sure can buy fentanyl as long as it's not enough for distribution. So handguns to protect you should be illegal, but addictive opiates that kill should be legal. What? So let's look at the numbers again. Gun homicides per year from 2014 to 2018 in Canada went like this. 155, 179, 223, 267, 249. So it's a constant rise and a grand total of 1,073 deaths in that five-year period. However... According to the Public Health Agency of Canada, they said that there were 12,800 opioid overdoses from January 2016 to March of 2019. That means there were 10 times as many drug deaths as there were gun-related homicides in less than half the time. Drug deaths in Canada are a far greater problem than guns, obviously. So why not fix the bigger problem? JT's mentality is like getting in a car wreck. If you have a severed artery that's bleeding out in a hangnail, and you tell the medics, hey, ignore the artery, fix the hangnail. This is how the left fixes things. No wonder nothing ever gets fixed with them. So by Justin's logic, not one gun death is acceptable. However, drug overdoses are perfectly acceptable. With this notion of legalizing drugs as lethal as fentanyl, it seems that death by overdose is actually preferable in Justin's mind. We have a relative who died of a fentanyl overdose. We know the pain of addiction to the addict and the pain of overdose to the family. We are not being callous by saying this. We are showing you just how the mentality of JT goes. So why is there this disconnect? Why are gun homicides terrible, but drug deaths are acceptable? Why is Trudeau thinking this way? Now, I'm not going to pretend that I can read minds, and I certainly am not going to pretend that I can read the mind of somebody that I'm not sure has a brain. But we can learn from tyrants of the past. No tyrant wants an armed populace. They want a compliant populace. Hitler brought about gun control immediately in Germany. Venezuela the same thing. When the communists took over Russia, they did it. And the list goes on and on. If you want control, the public must not be able to defend themselves. But it must go deeper than this. The public must also be compliant. Compliance can come about through fear or through making the people careless. If the populace are addicts, then they're very malleable. They're careless. The only thing they care about is their addiction. This is what the tyrant wants. A people who will bend to his every whim. A drug-addicted nation is much easier to control. This is why tyrants do not care about drugs. This is why they do not care when the family unit falls apart. When the family is strong, they do not need a tyrant. In fact, they fight the tyrant. Just like the inflation in the United States, this is intentional. When we are fighting for scraps to take care of our families, tyrants can forge their chains unnoticed. These are the words of Patrick Henry. He said, it is when a people forget God that a tyrant forges their chains. Why is forgetting God so important to the tyrant? Because when our focus is on Christ, there are two things that are realized through this. My rights do not come from a government. They come from the creator, God, who loves me enough to send his son as a sacrifice for my sins. And also because of Christ's sacrifice, I know that my neighbor has value, value beyond compare, no matter who they are. These notions fight tyranny. I see the value in me. I see the value in my neighbor, and I will not allow a tyrannical government to hurt me or them. That is why the tyrant hates the one true God and hates Judeo-Christian values. 
Trudeau and his ilk want you to forget God, and there is no better way to make a people forget God than to make them addicts. Addict the people to anything, and they will seek only to fulfill that addiction, because addiction by its very nature is the opposite of freedom. Traitors, as we will see in the next series, tyrants all over the world are forging their chains. Trudeau is licking his chops, making the biggest ones that he can. We cannot stand by and think this is fine. We cannot stand by and let our great nations build on freedom, like the great white north and the land of the free, be run by fascist overlords who seek the destruction of you and of freedom. Yeah, silence is not an option, and you can help us by not being silent. By passing this episode on to one friend, one friend or one relative, that's all we're asking. And as we mentioned before, one of our listeners sent it to all 400 of her Facebook Messenger friends. We're just asking you to send it to just one. And if you wish to send it to more, then that's fine by us. No, the rule's only one. Even better if you send it to more than one. And if you liked this episode, then be sure to like. Like us on Facebook, Spotify, follow us or subscribe to our podcast. Be sure to rate us too on Spotify or other platforms if you have that option. Because when you do, it helps us so that others will see as well. Thanks, traders. Thanks for all of your support. Until Until next time, time, my fellow fellow traders. traders.